0: Log Talk Radio.
1: news network fighting words is brought to you each and every night of the week in grateful appreciation to the men of the united states armed forces men of and police and fire services the doctors and nurses and everyone else fighting the war on covid especially the people that have to clean up afterwards and bob's favorite people the people stocking the shelves in the markets supermarkets as you know last week we had a uh, we celebrated uh, on monday uh, one of the most uh, uh, serious days in the calendar uh, to ever arise in our American calendar. Um, and, and what we do is we pay homage to those who've come before us, who fought for the freedom to keep us free. Freedom is not free. Uh, everybody knows that. A lot of the guys out there are listening. Uh, some gave all, and some gave, some gave all, and, and all gave some. So in dedication to them, this program is dedicated to them, and we have a, we have a figure for from the six the same six organs. Okay.
2: you in Where the flag still stands for freedom yes, And thank you, take that away
1: dedicated to each and every one of you who currently serve, have served, or are intending to serve. We really, this this family and the the ownership of this station appreciate every single thing you do every single day. So with that, uh, let's uh, get on with that. All right. Bob, you got a big one here. Anderson Silva says he's going to try his hand at boxing. Uh, Do you think he'll be one does he have the, the guts to do it done too uh does he do you think he's got any chance of uh, uh being successful
3: i think anderson's got great hands you, you know what i mean he uh, right now with the kickboxing stuff you know and have shattering his or shattering his shin bone um you know the kicking and all that kind of stuff is out um his age is up there um, I'm not sure if he's got this bead, but he always has, you know, great head movement stuff. But, again, you know, he's going against real boxers. So, um, I think he's way better boxer than Jake Paul. I don't know how he can't get on a card, but it just matter who they're going to put him up for an opponent. Well, I think he he's got – he, Go ahead, he, No, Tito Ortiz.
4: He boxed Tito. yeah. He won.
3: Yeah, but okay.
4: that's Tito. though. Yeah, it's, it's not a box. Yeah, movie, he's talking he's about said,
1: Bruno Machado.
4: Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's an upcoming
1: huh? property that he's, that he's uh, going gone against. So, uh, um, all right. What do you think, Caden? You think he's got a shot?
4: Um, well, I did. Obviously, you know, it was. I was watching um, the undercard to that um, that Jake the the like the, the, the earliest Jake Paul fight, and he was on it, and he was boxing Tito Ortiz. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I'm pretty sure it was it was um it was the Jake Paul fight, but he was fighting in the undercard. And he was fighting Tito, and I mean he wasn't he wasn't like as slow as I thought he was gonna be. He went in there. He was still very technical with it. He was dodging, you know. Obviously, Tito looked horribly. Look horrible, so I'd have to see him against a, a real opponent before you can actually get a, a true judging on him. Um, but from what we've seen, you know him do in combat sports, you know that that can that can you know carry over to, to you know to, to, to boxing and and uh, I think he he did prove that in his, his earliest fight. But then still he wasn't fighting a boxer; you know, he was fighting a dude that has been training MMA and you know wrestling his entire life um so again i'd have to see him against a, a true boxer but i mean if he wants to go in there you know he has the he has the experience you know he he's he's not a bad striker
3: okay sure. Okay. so
4: he he did uh he did box uh, uh bruno
3: machado as well so uh we're talking oh, about really? the the one that he did against Peter ortiz yeah so he did two of them Um, And he even got a knockdown on Bruno Machado. So, yeah, of course he's going to beat Tito. Tito was a slugger back in the day. Um, But, uh, uh, you know, he did show his skills against Bruno, so that was also good. I mean, so if he wants to step into doing some more boxing and stuff, I think he's kind of got like a, I don't know, I don't want to take anything away from the great, but he's kind of got an all these style about him, you know, that we – the way he flips and moves, but uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, again, you gotta really, you gotta really see him against some real boxers, you know. When did he fight boxers.
4: him? When did he fight him?
3: Uh, Twenty May, uh, not too long ago, In exhibition. Yeah, the I didn't know
4: that. yeah, he, he,
3: yeah
4: he, I, he did very well. Yesterday. He did well. He did good. yeah
3: Yeah. 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 According, according to the, some of the write-ups, he dazzled in the ring. You know, so he got a fifth-round knockdown and an uh, impressive performance. So I think he's going to do well. He keeps going. Yep.
2: All right. Here's a uh, – Bobby, here's
1: something technical for you. Um, Where was I here now? Senior Vasquez. Uh, he got dq for an illegal kick um, on his last uh, fight. Uh, what – can you explain that to our audience so they'll, they'll understand it?
3: All right. Well, um okay, so this was uh, uh what organization? I think it was uh LFL, the Lux Fight League 22. Um and so in the MMA, um, they they have uh, made a few things illegal uh for the safety of of the fighters. Um and one of those things is kneeing a downed opponent. Now, any time an opponent is uh, quote unquote downed. They have, uh, uh, either both knees or at least both knees in one hand. So three, three, uh, points of contact with the mat. And then you're a downed opponent. So if you're a downed opponent, you can't really defend from, a from a knee. And, um, that, uh, Cesar Vasquez, um, you know, he threw a, a leg kick and tripped up the other fella. And uh, he fell down and just kind of – I don't think he did it intentionally or anything, but you just get caught up in the moment and your adrenaline's going and and you see an opening and you you go for it. He went in and kneed the dude right square in the head uh, when he was technically had three points of contact, which means he's a downed opponent. Um, And and, uh, he couldn't continue after that. So I don't know if anybody out there has been kneed in the head whether you've got two points of contact or one point of contact or three points, it all hurts. So when you're down like that, imagine being on your hands and knees and someone kneeing in the head with malice, uh, it, it takes a toll on you. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. Okay. Caden, uh, I noticed that, uh, um, a couple of your, uh, specialists, uh, have, uh, have reared their head up again for another fight. Uh, yet uh, Kaitlin uh, uh, Vieira uh, took a split decision with uh, Holly Holm. Uh, can you
4: explain that for us? Yeah, me? so that was that was um, last that was last weekend, um, yeah. and Holly Holm faced off against um, uh, Caitlin Vieira. and I think I remember I remember saying that, that Holly Holm would win, and I'm already eating crow uh, because she she did end <laughs> up losing that match. Oh wow! Um, but yeah, you know, I didn't I i d I didn't stay up to watch that fight 'cause I remember I remember I was the plan was I was supposed to and I just fell asleep. Uh and then when oh. I woke up in the morning I started reading on it and apparently it was it. It, apparently, people are saying that it was a robbery. Are saying that it was a robbery. Um I don't know if anybody else followed. it. Uh, they I might know, have like better followed, uh feedback on the uh, fight, but um, from what I've heard it, from what I heard it was supposed to be a robbery. Mm-hmm.
3: So that's a bit biased. I mean, it. It. Uh, it uh, I'm on West Coast time, so I get to. I get to watch most of that stuff. Um, and then, uh, but anyway, I watched the fight. Uh, Caitlin did well, um, but Holly Holmes is very. Uh, she always just comes out and puts together combinations, and she's always moving forward, and she's always you know, uh, fairly accurate, and she's punching with, you know, and striking with three to five, you know, strike combinations and just constant, and uh, Vera did do well, um, but then it came down to the decision, and I, I think it was a very, very close decision. Vera got some takedowns and stuff, uh, and and so um, I think Holly Holmes won the first round, maybe Vera the, the next two, and then maybe the Holly Holmes the last two, but there's, there's other people that think that Vera won the uh, the middle three. So it really kind of comes down to the judging and, and that's, you know, um, I don't know. You, you kind of got to be live to see it and everyone's kind of going to be a little bit biased, but it was, it was a good fight. I would have liked to see Holly uh, win as well. Um, you know, Caitlin Vera's on her way up. Holly Holmes is kind of on her way out. She might transition solid to just boxing Um I, I'm not sure, or at least go over there try her hand at that. But, you know, she's 40-plus, you know, 40-ish. So um, I think it was, you know, a great mm-hmm. fight. Okay.
1: Hey, Kate, um two weeks ago when we were on, um, we talked about the Tank Davis fight, and uh, everybody was uh, saying, uh, you know, what was he going to do? What was Romero going to do? Um Obviously Romero didn't do a whole lot in the in the ring, tank took him out. What's your thoughts on it?
4: Yeah, I did, I did see. I did see something about that online. I was um scrolling through um, again. I I again. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't happen to watch I that uh, fight. Happen to watch but that but fight. But I did see the uh, knockout. See the, uh, the and, knockout and that was crazy. That yeah, you see, crazy. you see, Kang yeah, kind of like you know Tank put him up like against the um, put him up against the the corners and slips and punches. under, got under one of these jabs, and just caught him with one that put his life out and actually put him out of the, the be, uh put him out of the ring uh
0: put him mm-hmm. out of the ring it was
4: yeah. a clean
1: knockout it was it, a, a yeah. tremendous fight as far as tank is concerned i think i said before that yeah, uh, I, I, thought I, that, before uh that, I thought that uh it was tank was uh under max doing this fight i know that both uh I and Zito, uh, thought the same thing, that uh, it would be a, a walkaway for him, and, and it was. Uh, how about uh, – uh, okay, so it's a good thing – I mean, I wish Dr. Chris was here because he would have loved this one. Andrew Ruiz, Jr. against uh, er- Ortiz. Um, the first question out of his mouth is, is that the little fat Mexican? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be his handle. <laughs> but that uh, that wow. fight's coming up uh, uh, August thirteenth, uh, and it, it's going to be in California. The, uh, the the book on it right now uh, has Andy Ruiz um, taking the the fight, but you cannot put out Cesar Ortiz. He's, he's the, this these two are they hate each other. Uh, they once were uh, uh, sparring partners, but they uh, they're not doing too well right now. And I guess maybe that might be a little hype to the to get ticket sales. But uh, um, do you guys either one of you guys uh, know anything about that? I'm kind of tough on some of the boxing I questions tonight because Ty uh, um, and, and Zito aren't on, and, and uh, Tony's tied up on a on a um, call, so uh, he won't be uh, he won't be joining us uh, any too soon. Oh, go ahead Kane. I'm
4: sorry I cut you off. Oh no, I was just saying no, I I didn't I did not catch that but well, it
1: isn't it's not till uh yeah, no. August thirteenth. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Uh let's see, uh Caden, what do you think about uh Juliana Penna versus uh, Amanda Nunez? Um Amanda Nunez, yeah. Um
4: she uh so showed... That was that was like one of the first losses that she had in a while, and uh, since and when I mean a while, I mean a while. Like Bitcoin was, like under under ten grand. Um, <laughs> Conor McGregor wasn't wasn't even uh, in top ten ranks. Uh, her, her before that, her last loss was in it was Cat uh, Zingano, and that was like two thousand. I I don't even know. I don't even remember. Um, I think I was I think I was uh, still in elementary school when that happened. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, and then Juliana Pena came out and knocked the uh, knocked the king right out of there. Or should I say the queen? She knocked the queen straight off of her throne. And um, mm-hmm. it was a swift. I think it was a third third round submission. I'm pretty sure it was. And probably mm-hmm. the biggest um or one of the biggest or if not the biggest upset in UFC history um and i everybody was amazed I was watching that fight, and you know i was it was it was a co main so there was a fight after that, and I forget what that was, but I remember that being i remember it being a good fight um but um yeah, and so they're gonna they're gonna revamp uh now it's going to turn into a big rivalry. They're going to, you know, do a big rematch. And their cat, uh, not cat, Kenya um, and Nunez are going to be the next two coaches on the UFC's reality TV show, um, Ultimate hmm. Fighter, where they have two two coaches and they um, they they cultivate a team of fighters, and the one team fights the other team until there's one winner. And then after that, the two coaches fight each other, and it's like a big lead-up to a big fight. Conor McGregor was on it. Um, I think the last two people were on it were uh, Volkanovski and uh, Ortega, and that was for the uh, featherweight title. Shot. Uh, which which Volk which Volk won? Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, so I mean, the way I the way I see this next fight uh, playing out i um I gotta give it to the lioness i think I think um Amanda Nunez is gonna come back. I think she's gonna come back stronger than ever mm-hmm. stronger. because that first fight she did not look like herself. She did not look like the same old Amanda Nunez that would go in there, eat a couple punches, and knock somebody out with a, with a nice right hand you know that's that's usually exactly the wireless customer and, you are uh, calling is not available.
3: please try again later
4: I'm sorry, and um um. So, yeah, I see her coming out there and getting the, you know, maybe fourth-round TKO. If if Amanda Nunez stays true to her style, I don't think there's going to be much Julia Juliana Pena can do when she has, you know, two sledgehammers coming at her. Um. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, she can try to wrestle. If she brings her to the ground, you know, maybe she can get a submission again. But that is... Now that was, you know, Amanda Nunez when she wasn't in, when she when she was not looking like herself. But if she's going out there and she's staying true to the regular Amanda Nunez, then she can go in mm-hmm. and get the job done, no doubt about it. You know, this is this yeah. is not, you know, this is Juliana Pena. This is this should not be the person, the fighter that that knocks knocks her off of her throne. Um, right. If it is, it is, <laughs> um, and it's if, if they fight and 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 Pena wins. Again, mm-hmm. there should not be a trilogy fight. And if if Amanda wins, I think she she should have one more fight after that. And she should retire. Mm-hmm. She should retire, retire champ. Retire champ. Mm. That's, what do you that's, think, I think Tyra? that's the smartest that's idea. She's, her she's been in the fight game for a long
3: time. She has been in the fight game for a long time. And you're right. Her. Her, her last loss was uh in, in two thousand fourteen to Kat Zingano. She's an amazing yeah, and you, and everything you said was I got disconnected there for a minute, but it is true. I mean she she was the woman we didn't think anybody could um and, and not to take anything away from uh uh Pena, but um Julia Pena wasn't what wasn't the one that anyone saw beating Amanda Nunes. I mean, with all the people that she has fought, um But yeah, everyone that she has fought, um, including Misha Tate, Ronda Rousey, Valentina Shevchenko, Rachel Pennington, and all these incredible cyborgs, Cyborg, the Call has been um, forwarded so to automatic voice message Kenya system six, one one, eight, seven, nine, five, nine. Sorry about that. I was trying to get the,
1: our next guest on. um up, uh, Jorge Massadell came out uh, in the trades this week and said that he's still, pound for pound, the GOAT um, as far as he's concerned.
3: Uh, what's your thoughts on that one? Well, I don't know necessarily about himself, calling himself the GOAT. Uh, you know, he did the uh, uh, the BMF title uh, against Diaz and stuff. Uh, you know, and he's been around a long time. He is since, you know... Uh, an amazing fighter. I'm not taking anything from Jorge, um, but I I wouldn't necessarily speak. uh, He's the GOAT. You know, they're trying to match up uh, him versus Covington, you know, but right now they're in that legal uh, battle and Jorge's facing, uh, I guess, three felony charges for uh, supposedly allegedly chipping Covington's tooth and breaking his Rolex. So, uh, you know, once all that stuff gets, uh, wrapped up, maybe we can see those two back in there. Um, I would like to see that fight, uh, again, but, uh, um, again, Col- Covington is, is, uh, you know, a beast, uh, and great, got great stamina. Um, but yeah, I mean, everyone right now, it, it's, it just seems like, you know, how much I can talk on, on the internet is, is how good a fighter I am. Oh yeah, and
4: you're talking about the uh the the BMS title and uh, how he beat um uh Diaz for it, but how many times has he lost since he's gotten that title? Right. You know, how many times yeah, honestly for for him, he he's not the goat, he's a hype train and now he's slowing down and and his people are realizing that oh wait, this guy who was good for you know, five years and was very, you know, he was, he was, he was a champion of the welterweight division until he got knocked off by someone way better than him. Um, Will he ever become welterweight champion ever, ever again? I don't think so. With the state of the welterweight uh, division, he's going to have to either, you know, do something, he's gonna have to like jump start it again. He's gonna have to start up the you know, start fresh again because he's on a steady decline right now. Um he keeps on asking for these, these big fights. He's, he kinda reminds me of, of Nate Diaz, you know? A guy who was once good and he got let the stardom get through his head. I'm not saying I, I dislike Nate Diaz, but you know, he's not the Nate Diaz that we saw from uh like 2016 to 2000 you know 18 or or 2010 to 2016 he's he's not that same nick he is like this is not the same hornet as vidal you know this is a burnt out slower version a guy who who is who his time at welterweight is probably up and he's he might either have to move up again or not again but he might have to move up to welterweight or I mean, not the welterweight, middleweight, or he's going to have to move down. But if he moves down, he's probably in a harder division than he's already in. So I think right. he's in a little uh, rut right now. He's going to have to, you know, just take those um, – he might go unranked, but he's just going to keep on fighting, like, top five guys. That's what that's what Nate Diaz does somehow. I don't know how he gets the fights that he does. Um but uh, again, he's just gonna sit there, cultivate a lot of hype because he's a talker. People love talkers. You know, he's a guy. He's flashy. You know, that that five second knockout of Ben Askren shot him into superstardom, and now yeah, he's got. Yeah, now, when's the last time he's won a fight against a, a top five? You know, or a, uh, a a top five opponent? You know, a couple of years probably. He just, yeah, he the
3: division is to be Anything above him is got, like Colby Covington, Leon Redbirds, Ka- Hazmat, Carmen Usman. It's just not going to happen.
4: I mean, Kamaru Usman, that one overhand right he landed on him in their second fight. I think that that one punch knocked the fighting ability out of out of Jorge Masvidal. It was so powerful, and it knocked him out so so quickly. It was crazy. Um, so because of that, I, I don't think he's, you know, gonna, gonna beat a top five opponent any, you know, soon because the way that division looks, you know, you have Dela Muhammad, Hamza, Usman, Covington, Burns, Killers, not Jorge Masvidal, you know, you you don't, you don't, you, you no longer mention his name when you're thinking of, of really good welterweight fighters anymore. You think of oh, that's the mm-hmm. guy who who talks a lot and gets a lot of money in his fights. You know, he's fun to watch, but you know, is he is he really going to go out there and win? Is he really going to go out there and get the get the title back? No.
3: But he'll yeah. talk a lot of trash and go on a good show. So that's that's why right. he'll be around, just like Diaz, you know.
4: Oh right, yeah, just like Diaz. Yeah.
3: We well, yeah,
4: all right,
3: Caden, You talked
1: about. the uh... – uh, Volkov uh, earlier in the show. Uh he's he's on tonight with uh uh Rosenstein, um on uh, Vegas uh, fifty six. Uh what's your thoughts on no, that? No, I
4: was um no, I was talking about I was talking about Alexander Volkanovsky, but Volkov does fight Jazario and uh next weekend. Mm-hmm. He fights him next weekend. Volkov, yeah, Volkov, just happened. Oh, my bad. Yeah, it just happened. Uh, Volkov knocked him out in like the first round, or not? It wasn't a knockout; it was a stoppage in the first yeah. round. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't see. Well, it was because, pretty much uh, a knockout. It was. It was a knockout. Basically,
3: I mean, he hit him so hard with that too. You know, he came straight down the pipe with the right hand, and and, and uh, roses through legs buckled. He he was his kind of his lights were out, and then he landed about three or four more shots clean. Uh, and then Rosenstruck kind of fell off to the side, and uh, Volkov would have got on top of him and just continued to pound him, uh, but the ref stopped it, you know. So that that was uh, – yeah, yeah. He dropped him with the right hand.
4: But, I mean, those are not little guys. Volkov's not a little guy. No. Rosenstruk is not a little guy. These are big heavyweights, you know. Um, I remember that time that Volkov fought Derek Lewis and was, you know, beating the hell out of him for – Five rounds or three rounds, Um, shot, and just out of nowhere, you know, boom, lights out. Um, Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, I was kind of expecting Volkov to go in there. You know, he's probably using—he's a better, better striker, more technical. He's longer, has bigger reach, longer legs. You know, he has Mm -hmm. a lot of advantages over Rosenstruck, and he's not big, fat, slow. six
3: other, six another, uh, uh two fifty versus six two two sixty. So it, it, those are big boys and when they hit you 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 know it. Mm-hmm. All
4: right. Well
1: there was a another one uh, another uh, really nasty knockout uh, in the first was uh gravely in that fight uh, against uh, Nate Mara, uh, Mara, uh was it Maness, M A N N M A N E S S Maness? um you guys a guy coming in, uh, almost a, a freshman in the league, and uh, takes out a, a, a veteran uh, in the first round with a, a knockout. It was an impressive uh, knockout. He just came up, whacked him out, and next thing you know, there was nobody there to, to, to stand up with him. Uh, yeah.
4: Uh, Lucas uh, Lucas Al- Almeida. Lucas Almeida fought, um tonight, I don't know, you might remember him and uh from that one viral video of him. Uh it was like the last round. He he Spartan kicked the dude and basically knocked him out, um with the Spartan kick. And uh he 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 fought tonight. He fought a yeah. dude named Mike Trizano and he um he, he got him out of there in the uh in the third round, in the first uh, fifty seconds of the first round, I mean of, of the third round, and um, you know Lucas Armelda, Lucas Armelde is another guy who's coming up in that featherweight division. You know another dude that 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 um, that really needs you looked at um, a guy who's generating a, a, a generous amount of hype. You know, kind of like the bantamweight divisions like that too. You have guys in the lower divisions that are that are you know, unranked that are. Developing a lot of hype, but they're not gonna they're not gonna move up because um, because they're not getting paid enough, and they see oh why would I why would I fight a higher ranked dude risk me losing and getting paid a lot less than the guy who beat me um, which I mm-hmm. don't I don't disagree with them that's the same reason why Sean O'Malley hasn't fought a ranked or isn't isn't even gonna fight a dude in the top ten until he gets a new contract. You know, uh same with uh Patty Pimber. Why why would they? Why would they fight a guy who's gonna risk, you know you know, knocking them out or ruining their their record just because? Mm-hmm. And uh, and they're gonna they're gonna get what, like like thirty grand just just to go in there mm-hmm. and, and have the 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 wind streak tarnished and and their hype, you know, ruined. I don't blame mm-hmm. him at all. And Thomas Imelda, mm-hmm. not Thomas uh Lucas Imelda is that guy as well. He's I think he's gonna generate the exact same amount of hype as say uh Ia Topria I think that's how you say his name. Um or Sean O'Malley or Patty Timblett, you know, these are guys that go in there, they're very flashy and they they get the job done. And one guy who was fearless, you know, he went in there, he he had um yeah, a lot of a lot of hype building around him, still has a lot of hype building around him. And now he is ranked number two in the welterweight division. That man's name is Hamzak chimayas Um always gotta bring mm. him up whenever I whenever I can whenever I can. That's my guy. Love mm. that dude. Um but uh yeah, and there's a lot of lot of lot of potential in that in that Featherweight division. You know, especially with, you know, Brian Ortega, Max Holloway, um, Volkanovsky being champion probably top top three if not top two pound for pound in the planet right now um so a lot of a lot of hype surrounding these these uh the lower weight divisions because you know they're very fast they they get knockouts a lot you know a lot quicker you know they're not they're not going in there they're not not gonna sit there and 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 like tire each other out on on the uh on the on the cage the entire you know 25 minutes of the fight because they don't have enough weight mm-hmm. for that so they go in there and they they wear their opponent down with punches and kicks and it's pretty fun to watch pretty entertaining and this guy is mm-hmm. pretty entertaining pretty fun to watch and that's how you get mm-hmm. money that's how you move your way up in the ranks and he's not bad too he's pretty good
2: okay
1: hey bob let me ask you a question you got Erin Blanchfield uh, wants to go after her uh, her uh, idol, uh, Misha Tate. Uh, one, how do you think that'll end up? I, I think I know how it's going to end up. But number two, uh,
3: is she really ready to go that far? Well, unfortunately, I mean, you know, everyone knows that I like Misha a lot, uh, and and uh, um, uh, that. She's becoming like the older fighter. She's still ranked, but yet she's gonna be a challenge post, I guess, for all the uh uh the up and coming girls to to go after, you know what I mean? Because if you you can beat Misha then you you know, you belong in the top ten kind of thing. And so that's kinda uh what what you know, I, I, I hope doesn't happen and I hope Misha pulls out some wins here coming up. Um, but we'll see how that, that fights unfolds. I didn't know that was getting matched up.
1: Yeah.
3: What do you think,
4: Caden? Um Katie, who, what who, talking who you talking about you say wanna fight who, who you
1: say wanna fight who so it's Landfield versus Misha Tate.
4: Um I I didn't know anything about that, but you know, I'm sure Misha Tate can go in there and pull out the victory. I don't I don't really know mm-hmm. who who the other girl is. Okay. She's it up and coming back uh I
1: guess. All right, here's one for you. Uh, and it's just cost off Who wants this one? Israel Anasadna versus uh, Sean Strickland. Uh, one, will it come about? And two, uh, who would be the victor? Can you start that one, Bob?
3: Um, yeah, I didn't hear about that, but... Uh... Uh, I would go Usman, you know, I don't, I don't, uh, um, it, I I think they've fought before, haven't they? So there was uh, yes. a UFC, yeah, UFC 210, Carmen Usman beat him, yeah. So, I mean, Strickland's what ranking is, uh, I don't even know if he's in the same ranking. Oh, yeah, there he is. So, we're talking number four against number one. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, Sean Strickland is a good fighter, uh, but Israel Song is just too much for that division right now. He's just got a certain style about him, uh, the way he can go in there and pick people apart, uh, stand up, and he's got, you know, great ground and and, and takedown defense. So, uh, I, I mean, I'm excited to see something happen in that division because, Right now, I mean, I think the last thing was Carnier versus a Tory or something like that. I can't remember. Um, so we, we got to see something happen, and somebody's got to get tossed up at Israel. But I don't think there's going to be a chance. For them to be in. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay.
4: Yeah, I mean, Sean Strickland is another one of those guys where he has a lot of heart, and he fights with his with his you know with momentum. If he has momentum with him, you know, he has the crowd. You know, a lot of people love this guy. I love this guy. I think he's—I think he's a great fighter. Um, and you know, with his with his return to to the UFC, um, and he just he just got that win over um, who did he fight? Uh, I forget. Because yeah, oh, exactly. he was coming off a big
3: injury, right? He was
4: coming off a yeah, big yeah. injury and he was he was gone for a couple of years and he came back he fought yeah. jack Romanson and he kind of dominated him for like five rounds um but uh yeah he wants and honestly if he can you know he's he's on his you know older older side you know he's kind of past the uh the hump of of where you know fighters are supposed to apex and and become champion you know he is he is let me see how old he is. He's 31, you know, and, um, honestly, that's, that's actually, he's younger than I thought he was. Um, so I, he, I think he still has some fight in him now that I I see he's only 31. Um, I think he, you know, if he, if he gets more fights and if he proves himself more and, you know, maybe he can work up to Adesanya, but Adesanya is on another world right now. You know, he is top three pounds a pound, undoubtedly, um, he goes in there, gets the fight done and wherever he wants the fight to go, he's going to make it go that way. You know, he he's a mm-hmm. guy who goes in there and he's like a final boss in a video game. You know? <laughs> um, he's very hard to beat. Um, and yeah. I think a lot of people are, you know, if you can beat Adesanya, you know, he's hes one mm-hmm. of those champions that's like, wow, that's, you know, hes he's like, the goose that 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 lays the golden eggs you know he's he's one of those you know once once in a once once in a, a long time fighter uh he kind of reminds me mm-hmm. of um anderson silva in that in that regard um mm-hmm. but you know sean Strickland, he's gonna need he's gonna need some of that special that special stuff to 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 keep him going if he wants to fight out of you know he, he he might need a couple years you know, to fight, to work his way up the ranks until he can truly prove himself. You know, um, Adesanya is now fighting Jared Kennanier. And to be honest with you, my wild prediction is that Jared Kennanier will beat Adesanya. And we'll talk talk about that more when when the fight comes up. But right now, that is my early prediction for that fight. So, if that does happen, you know, and, and Sean is still interested in... Either fighting for for UFC gold, or fighting uh, uh, Adesanya, you can fight either. You know, if if Adesanya loses, he can do whatever he wants.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Well, you know, there's, there's something else that came up with the trade this week, is that uh, Mike Tyson is now uh, uh, giving advice to Conor McGregor about uh, trying to make his way back into the ring, uh, or octagon rather. Uh, he said he should take uh, take his time and look back and wait for something. Now, if McGregor, as expected, returns to the octagon later this year, uh, some of the opponents they're talking about would be uh, Michael Chandler or Nate Diaz. Uh, of these two, uh, Bob, what, who do you think uh, would be his his uh, toughest opponent? Oh, and I forgot Charles Oliveira too. Um, who do you think would be the toughest opponent for him? And how do you think it would end up?
3: We're talking him doing a comeback and getting to pick who he fights.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. He's, okay. Yeah. They
1: well, haven't signed a contract yet. Uh, if the contract was signed today uh, of these three fighters, uh, who do you think they would pick?
3: Well, I, I, uh, I'm not sure. Like, I think Tyson's right. I think he needs to build up his confidence first. If he goes running right back in there against Michael Chandler or Charles Oliveira, I, I think he's going to get wrecked. Um, so, you know, I would take the Nate Diaz fight for the money and, and try. You know, because the one good thing about Nate is he's going to by the fifth, and you can always get a stop on a stoppage, you know. But the thing is with Nate mm-hmm. or something like that, Um you know, taking the money fight. Uh, I, I don't think Connor is going to come back all as, as strong as he did before. Um, I, I maybe mm-hmm. he proves me wrong and maybe he comes back in and 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 uh, um, does really well. But again, like, is, yeah, I mean, he's got Gagey up there. Poirier is a Makachev. You know, uh, so I, I I would take the money fight and mm-hmm. hope for the win because those guys are going to put a hurt on him. I'm pretty certain.
1: Yeah. What do you think, Cade?
4: Um, Well, first of all, I don't. I mean, the hardest opponent we can get that our way is is Oliveira. Um, the fight that makes the most sense would be Diaz, but the fight that's most likely to happen out of those three is Chandler. Now, mm-hmm. whoever he fights, whoever, no matter who he fights, because he can fight whoever at any time he likes. Because he's the golden child of the U- of the UFC, you know he's got he's got Dana around his finger. He can do whatever he wants, um, because he is a massive pay per view star. You know, you put him on pay per view, people buy him. You know, people. I can I can go out there, I can go out in my school, and I can ask people. Um, hey, do you know who? Do you know who? Do you know who uh, Charles Oliveira is? Who was I who? Do you know who right. Francis Ngannou is? Who? Do you know who Kamar Usman is? Who? Do you know who Conor McGregor is? Yeah, I know who that guy. Is. You know, no matter who he can fight whoever he wants. But I think the main problem right now right. is he's built like a meatball. He looks like a meatball right now. He's like 185, <laughs> not 185. He's like 175 <laughs> right now. He's massive. <clears throat> um so before he, you know, even thinks about you know, uh, fighting, he's gonna have to lose some weight and get into, you know, true, true fighting form. Uh, cause right now, I'm not gonna say he's out of shape, because I think he's in some of the best shape of his life. It's just that if he wants to compete and be successful, he's gonna have to compete at lightweight and definitely not welterweight, because right now he's heavier, like five pounds over, welterweight, and he fights at lightweight. So he's gonna need to really swim down. Um, if he wants, if he wants to, you know, start being successful again, but I think mm-hmm. like, you know, he's if he fights Michael Chandler, he loses. That's, that's what I think. He loses. Um, if he fights Oliveira, he loses. If he fights Nate, he has a chance. It's just that will the UFC allow him to fight Nate? I, I know I did say he can fight whoever he wants, and he can. But I, actually it's more like will Nate allow himself to fight Connor because Nate uh, Nate likes to pull out of fights, especially ones that, you know, will benefit him. I don't know why, but that's just the kind of guy Nate is and that's you know, same thing with both of the, the Diaz brothers. I remember um mm-hmm. when Nick came when Nick Diaz came back, it was my favorite Diaz brother, he came back and uh he fought uh, Robbie Waller and got his ass kicked. Um but right after that fight, after he got his ass kicked, he went home and he did a he did an interview, and he was like, "Why didn't they give me Kamara Usman? Why would they? Why mm-hmm. would you want them to give you Kamara <laughs> Usman? Why Why would you want that after you went out there and got destroyed by an old, worn out Robbie Lawler? You want to mm-hmm. go against the pound for pound best in the planet? Mm-hmm. I I don't get it." Um, but, yeah, Conor McGregor, he's going to – he has a lot of progress, you know, before before he can, you know, fight Oliveira. You know, he he can, but it, it's not going to be pretty. He's not going to win. Um, He can fight Chandler. He might have a mm-hmm. – he's going to have a better chance Chandler than he is Oliveira. Uh, but I don't, mm-hmm. I don't see him winning that. I see him winning against Nate, though. I see him beating Nate in a trilogy fight. And finally closing out mm-hmm. that, you know, tying up the loose ends and And know, that would be yeah. the last fight on,
3: yeah, that that would get rid of the last fight on Nate's contract too. And it'd be a money yeah. fight for yeah. both mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. so you could you could clean except, up that mess right there.
4: Yeah, except Nate turns it down. Like I don't know what is his problem. I don't know what is the problem with both of the, the Diaz brothers. They turn down <laughs> fights that will actually benefit. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it is what it is.
1: You know, just so our, our listeners remember, uh, uh, Connor McGregor uh, did have a bout with uh, Dustin Fourier uh, about a year, uh, almost a year and a half ago now, uh, UFC 264. And uh, it was one of the trilogy things. But uh, uh, Dustin Fourier uh, had a nasty, broke his leg and a very nasty break. Uh, he
3: broke the tibia. Um, and Not Connor. Conor, Cain, Conor you broke know, his leg. That was, yeah, that was hey. a tib fib. He got both of them. When it folds like that, it's both. Yeah. Ones. Yeah. Uh,
1: I guess, Bob, uh, you've got some background over there. If it, uh if it could uh, let us know, maybe next week you could ask uh, the doctor about. Uh, now, they they obviously had to put uh, screws and, and uh, pins in there. Um, with the fact that he has made, he's, he's put so much weight on, when he takes that weight off, Will that make a difference uh, in that leg? Does he need to have something done, uh, wear a shin guard or something like that to make sure that that doesn't happen again?
3: Uh, but, uh, that's a yeah, he's not going the, to wear a shin guard. Yeah, he's not gonna let him wear a shin guard or anything. He's got to go in there uh, and, and just fight, you know, but... Um, yeah, the pins and screws. I mean, that's always you know, and that's that's one of the hardest parts of being a fighter. Like you know, I've talked before in some of the shows that I've lost a fight on the way to the ring. You know, it's like if you walk, if you're walking in the ring and you're thinking about that injury. Um, it's sometimes, you know, it's too much, you, you know, you, it, it can, you know, disable you or if you think about that, you're more hesitant to put weight on, uh, that leg or throw that kick, um, you know, versus for that maybe limits, limits your, your options as a fighter. So yeah, you, it's tough to keep your head back on straight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well guys, that's, uh, that's a really terrific show. I appreciate both
1: of you being, you know, so knowledgeable in the, in the, in the game that, uh, it makes my job easy, just to, all I have to do is bring up the uh, the, the uh, script and uh, you guys just take it away. And I, I really appreciate that, uh, Caden, for a guy as young as you are, you certainly have a, a, full, a good hold on uh, on both boxing and uh, MMA. I uh, appreciate that. And, Bob, uh, having been a participant, uh, that brings a whole new entity uh, to the program, as I told you before when you first joined. Uh we really
4: appreciate everything you
1: uh you both do. So uh, uh Kay, you wanna
4: lead us out? Oh yeah, I think uh I think it was a, another great show. Definitely be on next week. Uh Bob, thank you for always uh catching me when I uh when I when I fall and I don't I don't know the fights. Uh thank you for, for always helping me out with that. Pops, uh you're always in there with the knowledge, always in there with the great questions. And uh I'll see y'all I'll see you all until next time.
3: Back at you, Caden. It's great having you on. Um, you know, Ty's usually one that helps me out when I'm stumbling like that. So, miss both of our brothers there tonight. Um, we got to dominate with a little UFC stuff over at boxing. So, sorry for our boxing fans uh, uh, this week. But, uh, you know, me and Caden had a good time. And, and Frank, always thank you. And thanks for our Fight Works fans. And God bless everybody. Have a good week. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, these programs are brought to you each and every night of the week in grateful appreciation to the men of the United States Armed Forces, men and of Police and Fire Services. When you're out there and you see somebody in uniform, please take the time, either shake your hand, let them know you know they're there, give them a smile, whatever you can do. We appreciate it. These programs are dedicated to those who've lost their lives in the line of duty. Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman Jeffrey Colcat, Patrolman David Curtis. Patrolman Jeffrey Gazowitz, Sergeant Thomas Battinger, Detective Randy Bell, Detective Ricky Childers, San Diego Officer Mike Henler, Sergeant Tom Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Department, Patrolman Charlie Condit, Tarpon Springs Police Department, Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department, Lieutenant Choice Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department, Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Police Department, Sergeant Charles LeVake, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department, Patrolman Onofa Crispin, Lakeland PD. Lieutenant Joe Zerba, Newcastle County Police. Deputy Josh Meyer, Nassau County Sheriff's Office. Captain Matt Letourneau, Philadelphia Fire Department. Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Art Oak, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Jerry Fikas, Wilmington Fire Department. Trooper Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol. Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol. Chief Al Hoval, Longo Creek Police Department keep giving forward Wilmington Fire Department. And I was remiss to start the show today. Um, I wanted to dedicate the the program to three good people that uh, I knew over the years. Uh, One who I watched grow up through high school, Uh, a terrific track and field person, uh, lost their lives tragically in a fire in Wilmington, Delaware, and that's uh, uh, Chris Leach, Captain Chris Leach, Artie Hope and uh, Jerry Ficus. Uh This is the fifth anniversary of our loss. Uh, to their families, uh, we we send out our deepest uh, sympathies and gratitude for their service. And girls, I know you're doing well at Delaware State. Already uh, two daughters uh, are going to Delaware State University, and uh, they're doing tremendous there, uh, from what I'm told. So have a, uh, have a great night, everybody, and uh, we wish, wish you... Uh, very safe uh week rest of the weekend and we appreciate your listenership.
5: God bless. Shem Alech Ma Lama Shem Mahe Ma Sona Shemorat Aku May
1: County dispatch to 1999. All units be advised. 1999 has responded to his last emergency. May God rest his soul. love you.